Hello, hello everyone. I want to welcome you and thank you for tuning in. I'm Nyla and this is Greener Thoughts. It's the podcast about environmental news, commentary, environmental facts, proactive ways you can protect our planet and more. This episode topic is all about the six need to know winter root vegetables. Greener Thoughts is produced every Sunday and Thursday. I'd love for you to favorite Greener Thoughts, review Greener Thoughts, and last but not least, share Greener Thoughts. All of these things will, of course, help Greener Thoughts grow. You can contact Greener Thoughts by sending a voice message to anchor.fm forward slash Greener Thoughts podcast forward slash message, or you can send your email to greenerthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. So there aren't any episode announcements, so we're going to continue on with the program. The uh, next segment is, of course, another news, which is a quick dose of what's happening in today's world. So the first headline is all about coal. So coal will remain world's largest source of electricity through 2024. You can learn more about that news story on Environmental News Network, aka ENN.com. So because of the vast and really expansive and forward-moving uh, economic growth um, in Asia that's happening now, specifically um, in China and India, um, demand for coal will definitely be increasing. In India, um, it's on track to have at least a five trillion uh, a dollar, a five trillion dollar economy uh, by uh, 2024, and then in China, um, it's now the planet's largest coal producer uh, and also consumer. And with China, its demand is ever increasing, um, but it's set to level off um, around 2022. The second headline is all about uh, a recent a new law. So U.S. House of Representatives passes new North American trade deal. You can learn more about that news piece on HuffPost, a.k.a. Huffington Post, in the environment section. So the new um, law, the USMCA, is a trade pact that uh, was cited um, in uh, September 2018 and is now going to replace the 1994 North American Free Trade Agreement. Now in it, it details a bunch of things. Uh, Specifically, it goes into detail about uh, highlighting a tougher labor and automotive uh, content, um, but it also leaves behind uh, one major thing, um, the $1.2 trillion in yearly U.S., Mexico, um, Canada uh, trade flows that are going to be uh, unmoved. Then the third and last headline is all about this green liquid that's pretty mysterious that is definitely weird. 
So officials identify mysterious bright green liquid that spilled onto Michigan Highway. You can learn more about that news piece on npr.org in its environment section. So there was a strange liquid uh, goo, uh, really uh, foul, and it spilled along a part of the highway um, on the Highway uh, 696. And so state and federal uh, environmental officials, they believe that the substance uh, was uh, mixed with groundwater um, and it was uh, mixed with a chemical called uh, hexavalent uh, chromium. So it's a chemical that appears um, nearly near a, um, or it appeared near a closed industrial site um, that was named um, the Electro uh, Planting Services. Uh, that was the company. So that was the site uh, that was nearby where this uh, a leak, where this goo, where this liquid was. And so um, before um, that electro planting services company, that, um, that site, it um, had operated as an unlicensed uh, hazardous waste uh, storage facility. And so according to the federal safety officials, they say that the uh, hexalent uh, chromium or hexvalent chromium um, is definitely an industrial uh, byproduct, possibly uh, cancer causing if it's ingested. So now I want to go into the reason uh, for this episode. So for me, um, winter is you know an amazing time. It's a pretty great season overall, uh, depending on where you live. So if you live somewhere um, in the U.S., for example, um, in the South, then you know snow is probably not going to affect you unless you live in certain places where they do happen to get snow, um, unfortunately. But in the East Coast, it's a bit different. So we do get snow in the Midwest. They just have snow. It's cold. That's just the culture there. It's just what... Um, you know, it's just what winter brings. And so winter is definitely here and it is in abundance and it's so cold. So I wanted to do something a bit different for um, the year as it comes to a close. And so I want to learn more about in-season things in food. And since, you know, we all eat, um, you know, a bunch of the time, you know, maybe people skip meals, you know, maybe there's food inaccessibilities. Um, maybe those um, of us um, who, you know, lay off the meats or what have you, um, there are vegetables out there that are in season that um, you can definitely eat. Um, and so there's definitely recipes out there that I'm going to talk a little bit later about. Um, and you could possibly farm um, these vegetables if you so choose to. And you can buy them also and, and know which uh, vegetables to look for. Uh, those who love uh, eating vegetables, fruits, that sort of thing. Any vegans out there, vegetarians um, who um, have their main sustenance um, and nutritional value from uh, plants and uh, those vegetables out there, fruits, nuts, legumes, um, sometimes breads, uh, then you would find, I think, most value in this uh, podcast episode. So I want to go into um, some of the different types of uh, winter root uh, vegetables that are out there. And so I named this uh, piece the root of winter foodstuffs. 
So all the different uh, types of uh, winter root vegetables we're going to talk about, about six uh, different types of uh, root uh, vegetables. So root vegetables, all in all, they may seem, you know, ugly. They may seem, you know, not of good quality to some people. Um, some people may easily discard them, but, you know, they may even be, you know, seen as difficult to work with. But there is some imagination that has to be put into cooking them. And, you know, they are worthy of being eaten and being seen. I did a whole uh, episode about um, early on about misshapen food and a lot of the times um, weird and odd um, vegetables that we may not be accustomed to, we sometimes don't like them as they are and so we find them difficult, but that's not always the case and that shouldn't be the case. Um, I'm going to give a shameless plug and just, um, I'll reference my um, number a three podcast episode I did all the way back um, in December, uh, December 1st, 2018. It's called Misshapen Food Needs Love Too. Um, that was a fun uh, podcast episode. And, you know, that uh, episode, I've grown since then in my podcasting and in my research and the way that I have my uh, episodes structured. So you'll learn, you know, many things uh, listening into uh, that episode. So, I'll put it in the show notes. It was a fun uh, time. So uh, with uh, winter uh, root vegetables, there is plenty to do with them. So there's plenty of things like uh, making them into soups, uh, sauteing them, have that saute action there. You can bake them, you can roast them, amongst other things. And you can also uh, fry them. So I want to get into the first uh, winter root uh, vegetable. So it's called uh, celeriac. And celeriac uh, has that uh, celery root to it, and it tastes like celery, but it's not actually the root of the celery plant. And uh, the next part I'm going to say is uh, the for cooking part. So when I mention that, it's uh, the ways that you can cook uh, these types of vegetables. And then the uh, vitamin key. Uh, portion is where I just talk about the benefits or the vitamins and minerals and nutrients within the vegetables. And then the fun fact is, uh, of course, the fun fact about uh, each vegetable. So uh, for cooking, uh, you can use um, uh, celeriac. You can uh, grate it um, like on a cheese grater of some sort. You can saute it or you can use it for soups or you can even eat it raw. As far as its vitamin key, it has tons of fiber, vitamin B, vitamin C, and also vitamin K in it. And it's fun fact is that celeriac can improve your brain function and can uh, maintain a healthy blood pressure, amongst other things. Now the second uh, winter root vegetable is called Jerusalem artichokes. Now these are pretty cool because they aren't really native or um, or anything in particular to Jerusalem, um, and they're actually uh, the tubers of uh, sunflowers, and they have a, a unique type of crisp and nutty uh, flavor. And uh, as far as for cooking, you can do a lot with them. You can saute them. You can roast uh, Jerusalem artichokes. You can pickle them, and, and they can also be added to soups. You can boil them. You can microwave them. Um, 
you can bake them you can steam them you can also uh, eat them raw and have that uh, raw flavor and you can also fry them if you'd like um, for its vitamin key it has tons of uh, vitamin A C E also some minerals packed in there potassium iron and also some copper now fun fact about Jerusalem artichokes is that there are more than 200 varieties of Jerusalem artichokes and they're all in temperate areas around the world today for number three that uh, winter root vegetable is the parsnip so parsnips are pretty cool they are amazing because they look uh, like anemic uh, carrots so they look really uh, different um, definitely uh, lack in color a bit a little bit off color and they have a, a generally sweet uh, type of flavor and so for cooking you could go ahead and make them into soups you can soup it you can stew it you can just veg out and sometimes just eat the parsnip raw if you so choose now when it comes to its vitamin key it has tons of different uh, vitamins and minerals it has uh, potassium vitamin C also some folate and some magnet and some uh, manganese or manganese and then uh, as far as its fun fact uh, people used to believe uh, though false that eating uh, parsnips relieved uh, toothaches and uh, also uh, relieved your tired feet, which isn't really true. The fourth uh, winter root vegetable is rutabaga. It sounds really funny. It's great to say. It kind of rolls off your tongue. So rutabagas is um, seen as a cross between a cabbage and a turnip. And for cooking, you can, of course, roast them. You can also mash them. So, like, make them into a mash. And then you can also make them um, with your soup. So, you can soup them. Um, as far as the vitamin key with rutabagas, they have uh, vitamin A within them. And as far as the vitamin C that's in the rutabaga, that um, consists of about 40% of your daily vitamin intake that you should have of vitamin C. And it also contains uh, minerals like potassium and uh, magnesium. For the fun fact of uh, rutabaga, it actually has tons of uh, multiple varieties that it's known to um, be grown as. So it has uh, such varieties like the purple uh, top yellow, and then the uh, macomber, and then also the American uh, purple top uh, yellow. Now, the fifth uh, type of root vegetable is the sweet potato. Now, I love sweet potatoes just as much as anybody else, especially during the fall and winter season when it comes to Thanksgiving. And sweet potatoes are amazing, and no, they are not equal to yams. So they are similar to yams, but they are totally different. For cooking, Sweet potatoes are really versatile because you can, of course, roast them, you can fry them, you can boil them, you can bake them, amongst other types of uh, ways of cooking sweet potatoes. And uh, as far as their vitamin key, they are really packed with nutrients such as vitamin A, got that vitamin C in there, vitamin E, uh, iron, and also vitamin B, and also some potassium. 
for uh, the fun fact regarding sweet potatoes. Uh, actually, February, my birthday month, is uh, National Sweet Potato Month. And in North Carolina, one of the states here in uh, the U.S., um, North Carolina's official vegetable is the sweet potato. Then last but not least is the turnip. So for turnips, they are pretty cool because they're part of the mustard uh, family. So all those who love mustard, uh, mustard type foods like horseradish or radishes or uh, rutabagas, those are part of the mustard family. Now for cooking, you can of course roast um, turnips, you can mash them, you can stew them, you can boil them, and you can also make them as a part of soups. And then it's vitamin key is that unfortunately, you know, there just aren't um, a ton of nutrients within turnips. So, um, you know, that doesn't mean you can't uh, eat them. It just means you're only going to get, you know, vitamin C uh, from turnips. And then a fun fact about turnips is that in the Middle East, people um, actually uh, tend to uh, pickle turnips. I'm really glad that I went ahead and decided to talk on this topic. Uh, Even though it's one of the shorter um, topics I've talked about in a while, I really am glad that I... Um, decided to pick it because, you know, food is essential to our growth as as people. You know, we we live by it, we share it, we we surround ourselves with our friends and family, and to grow our own food, to make our own food, to celebrate it is a wonderful thing. And with these types of foods, they're kind of diverse because um, depending on um, you know, where you live, it may not be cold. You may not be able to necessarily get these winter root vegetables. So for me, I think the message, um, you know, with this episode was mainly to suggest, you know, diversifying your veggies. Um, these vegetables you can, of course, look for um, in your grocery stores, your supermarkets, where you are. You can grow your own kind. You can, you know, buy them or, or get them from, um, you know, neighbors or those who happen to be selling uh, these winter uh, uh, foods, these winter vegetables. Um, for me, on this list, I've only um, eaten, um, well, mainly eaten um, the sweet potatoes because. You know, I get them uncommonly and I happen to have them, you know, on deck. I happen to have them, uh, you know, in my house. So um, the other types of vegetables I don't really see all too often. I see tons of other types of vegetables like avocados and cabbage and and uh, green peas and all types of other types of um, vegetables like kale. I love kale. So I think I'm going to make it my mission, especially within the new year, to gravitate towards these winter vegetables while they're available because um, I know in the spring, summer, I'm probably not going to be able to find them too much. Um, Just like other types of food, like star fruit, for example, which is a fruit um, that's not able to be found all the time, all throughout the year. Um, Same thing with pomegranates. So for me, I'm going to make it my mission to get these foods while I can And then the other vegetables that are out there, um, I think 
They're amazing. The the Jerusalem artichokes and the parsnips and rutabagas. Um, I think that it would be cool to, you know, make more use of them. So, so grab as many as I can while I can and then see what type of recipes I can find about them because uh, I do love cooking. And so, you know, make that healthy stretch. Um, that would be a great New Year's resolution as well. Um, you know, if you happen to have New Year's resolutions and they aren't really about food or healthy um, eating or nutrition, maybe you can start with, you know, this episode. This episode can tie you into the new year and have you gravitate towards those winter root vegetables or those vegetables that you normally, you know, don't eat, like artichokes, um, like a squash, like eggplant. These are just uh, different types of vegetables. They aren't necessarily winter uh, types of vegetables, but, um, you know, these, for me, in my opinion, you know, they, um, for me, aren't the tastiest, but that doesn't mean I will never, you know, not eat them again. Um, but maybe you will. Maybe you will challenge yourself to um, go ahead and prepare foods, prepare meals around eggplant. You can fry eggplant. You can uh, dice it. You can put it in salads. You can uh, make it how you want to. Same thing uh, with uh, artichokes or with Brussels sprouts even. I love Brussels sprouts. Um, and I'm I'm really thankful that um, when I was, you know, a bit younger, probably in my um, late teens, maybe a little bit after that, I was exposed to Brussels sprouts um, and, you know, having that kosher salt there, that olive oil, that, you know, butter and sauteing it, it really, you know, refreshed my palate to uh, ex being exposed to something new and Brussels sprouts are amazing, you know, to me. And, um, you know, if you're having a challenge, um, with being exposed to something new, or maybe you have, uh, you know, small children or, or people or friends, wh whomever who aren't really exposed to new types of things like vegetables, you know, try to explore uh, different avenues that you can express how they taste. You know, food flavor is amazing and you you can make it what you'd like. Um, for me, I love savory, sometimes uh, salty uh, types of foods, get the sour tang to it. Um, I, I love uh, deep, wholesome uh, type of foods. So I'm not too keen on the desserts all the time. I just love um, flavor that is um, rich and thick and I love my carbs. So if I, you know, prepare meals and prepare foods, I'm looking for certain things in them. And I'm always open to explore uh, new ways to cook things. So um, last thing I want to talk about is just reinforcing uh, that you can have uh, healthy eating at the center um, at what you put on your plate. So when it comes to these winter root vegetables or you trying those different types of vegetables, um, regardless, um, I think uh, making it a point to, in the new year, for example, uh, to kind of shy away from, you know, the cost of the vegetable. It's, it's great for you. Vegetables, which I'll get into a little bit later, they're essential for you because there's many different effects that can happen um, if you don't um, eat your vegetables. Um, when it comes to, you know, wanting a uh, vegetable, sometimes it's just not, um, it's just not in the cards for you to 
um, habits. So, you know, the vegetables that you, you eat all the time, switch up your, you know, routine and get something that you may not have, you know, uh, gotten before. It's totally fine, especially, you know, with 2020 coming up, uh, to do new things, to expand um, what you don't know, and to try something new, which is food, something new in food. And then last thing, uh, the availability um, with, the, with the different foods that are out there, um, depending on the season. So seasonal foods, um, they're only available during certain parts of the year, certain times. Um, so to, you know, get rid of that pressure there, make sure you try um, a food. And if you really like it, then, you know, make sure to stock up on it so that, you know, by the time next season comes around, you know, okay, this food comes out during this season, during like fall, during winter, whatever time. And you have those recipes, you know, prepped, you know, uh, you know, what type of uh, uh, foods, what type of uh, foods, you know, go great with, um, you know, turnips, what type of foods go great with sweet potato, uh, those recipes on hand, you know about them, you are, you know, really planning ahead your diet and your meals, you know, so all in all, this is um, a great time to think about your food, to be conscious about it, to plan about it, to go forth and explore um, different palates, different foods, uh, experiment. This is the time for it. Um, last thing before we move on to the next uh, segment, I want to talk about these awesome chips, which I've eaten for a few years now, maybe um, three to five years or so, um, and they're from Aldi's. So if anyone knows about Aldi, the um, really great super uh, market grocery store, it has these veggie chips. And so it has some of the um, different uh, chips that we've talk, talked about in uh, vegetable form. So it has the, I think, turnips. I think it has rutabaga and sweet potato. And it has a few other different types of chips. I think it has five to six different types of vegetables in chip form. So anyone who has a Aldi's around them, local Aldi's, um, regional Aldi's, I suggest that you go ahead and uh, eat up these chips because I think they're in season. Um, specifically now, so go ahead and check them out so that you can uh, have a taste uh, of those vegetables in chip form. Do you love Greener Thoughts? Supporting Greener Thoughts ensures more giveaways are available with even more exciting prizes, future Greener Thoughts merchandise, and surprises found only on Greener Thoughts. I greatly appreciate and love all the listeners who have tuned in and who support Greener Thoughts by doing good for the planet. One of the many ways I would love your support is by clicking the second lower link in the show notes of this episode. It's the direct support link for Greener Thoughts. So we've come to the Mother Earth Minutes, which is the time where we review in the next few minutes actions that you can take to, of course, combat the issue in the episode. And as always, save Mother Earth. The message for this Mother Earth Minutes is to try new things. I love trying new things and specifically 
Uh, this is the time where you can try new vegetables. You can try these new winter root vegetables. Some of the uh, complex um, effects of not eating vegetables vary, but some of the things include uh, having constipation, uh, hemorrhoids, uh, divert diverticulosis. You can have also heightened cancer risks. You can also increase um, your weight gain. You can develop diabetes. You can have a rise in blood pressure and also uh, have that a significant heart attack risk. You can also have depression and all of these things are connected with a lack of eating vegetables. So to stave off uh, some of the worst effects of uh, those uh, illnesses, diseases, and conditions, um, you can, of course, eat your vegetables. One of the first uh, tips I have for you is simply to um, go ahead and look up uh, winter root vegetable recipes or any of the types of vegetables we talked on today. Uh, like the Jerusalem artichokes, for example, you can look up recipes um, about specifically those uh, artichokes. And uh, some sites vary. Um, I know that uh, many, the world, the websites and, and everything about cooking, uh, if you're not looking in the book, they are worldwide and on the web. Um, and I didn't want to just pick um, U.S. or English um, types of websites, so I kind of just made it general, but I have a few different websites for anyone who just loves cooking or knows English and also wants to just search um, on those websites for types of recipes. So um, All Recipes is a really great site, also Tasty.co, um, Food Network is great as well, and um, food.com is, is a great place as well, and also international uh, sites. So for those of uh, who are listening who are international um, listeners, then I suggest that you go ahead and just you know search um, winter root vegetables. Maybe you have a regional or a local um, or you know cultural or even just you know ethnic um, type of dish that you could that you prepare with specific vegetables. Um, root vegetables and so it's special to you then I suggest that you you know expand upon that you know recipe and make it your own make it really um, delicious how you like it because um, I knew that I didn't want to exclude um, you know all the 200 plus countries um, that are out there and a number of different listeners I have um, of Greener Thoughts um, there's so many different people out there that I didn't just want to um, talk about uh, English only websites. So, for in general, anyone who wants to learn more about uh, winter root vegetables and have those recipes uh, on hand can just search those words. So, number two, and the uh, last uh, tip about uh, learning um, on uh, winter root vegetables and how to make them a part of your your diet, your uh, intake uh, of food in your regular consumption of it is to, of course, cook with it. And so one of the books I found um, is really great and it's called Roots, uh, the, the Definitive Compendium uh, with More Than 225 Recipes. And it's by Diane Morgan. She's the author and also um, there's a photographer, Antonis uh, Achilios. 
And then um, Miss Deborah Madison, she does the forward in the book. I will link uh, that book in the show notes so you can check it out for yourself and you can you know, buy the book if uh, you'd like to learn how to cook with root vegetables. The eco-fact of the day is that individuals with an apple body shape are at greater risk for diabetes than those with pear body shapes. That fact was sourced from factretriever.com. Greener Thoughts wants to hear your story. You can self-nominate or nominate an individual who exhibits environmental stewardship and protects the environment. If you volunteer in or work in an environmental company, either way, let Greener Thoughts know. If you want to tell your story and be in for a unique surprise, please send me a voice message. Just click on the third lower link in the show notes. So this is the Eco Company Spotlight we've come to within Greener Thoughts. So if you do have any product or service, environmentally uh, related, of course, that you would love for me to go ahead and review and talk on, of course, free of charge always, uh, then you can definitely let me know by sending me a voice message or emailing me. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about one of the uh, newer uh, companies I've been able to go ahead and, um, you know, partake in their product. Really great stuff there. It's called Zolly Candy. So Zolly Candy is the amazing, uh, healthy, good-for-you candy made by kidpreneur Alina Morse. She went ahead and created uh, Zolly Pops and also a Zaffy Taffy and also a Zolly Drops uh, when she was seven years old. And now these are the best selling natural candy uh, and they're sold in retail stores everywhere. As far as their commitment to sustainability, uh, Zolly Candy is healthy, it's natural, it's sugar free, it's vegan. It's very much tooth-friendly, it's gluten-free, it's non-GMO, it's dairy-free, and it consists of only uh, really great natural flavors there and also natural colors. Now, as far as the press surrounding uh, Zolly Candy and about Zolly Candy, it's been featured in or seen on Bloomberg, Entrepreneur, Forbes, Good Morning America, Inc., uh, Intuit, uh, NBC4, Shark Tank, Steve Harvey, uh, The Washington Post, Yahoo, and many more. Now, as far as um, how uh, Zolly Candy uh, gives back, 
and does uh, different things. It has an amazing initiative called their One Million Smiles Initiative. And so it gives 10% of its, pros- of its pro- uh, profits, uh, profits um, and uh, one million Zollipops um, that they com- are committing to and have committed to uh, furthering uh, oral um, health education in schools and also in, in different qualified organizations. Now, for more information, if you're interested in learning about their initiative, you can go to Zollipops, that's Z-O-L-L-I-P-O-P-S dot com forward slash million dash smiles forward slash. Now, how to contact uh, Zollipops, you can go ahead to the website, Zollipops, that's Z-O-L-L-I-P-O-P-S dot com forward slash contact dash us forward slash. My experience um, of uh, Zolly Candy is a really great one, I think, because I recently bought it actually this week, um, the week of, of course, December the 22nd, and um, I ate both the Zaffy Taffy. Um, they have different uh, flavors within the Zaffy Taffy uh, packs that you get, so there's strawberry and pineapple, grape, orange, it's really high in vitamin C, and then also uh, the Zollipops. I love them. I love lollipops. So um, they had different flavors there. They have grape and strawberry, orange, pineapple, raspberry, and also cherry. They have a ton of different flavors. And I think I had the strawberry uh, uh, type of lollipops. And uh, for me, they have amazing ingredients, as I mentioned um, a little bit before, really great stuff in there. And they have a unique uh, ingredient. Uh, One of the ingredients you'll probably find in gum, um, uh, a popular ingredient to some extent, a healthy ingredient for your teeth, called xylitol, X-Y-L-I-T-O-L. And um, in uh, Zolly Candy, I love their unique flavors because um, they're just different and their taffy is quite an acquired taste for me. Um, and so it is definitely something to uh, remember. It's, you know, great with its packaging, you know, that great waxy paper feel, not anything plastic or foil, uh, not too hard to go ahead and open. Really great long lasting, great for your teeth, uh, smells great, won't leave any crazy dyes on your tongue. Simple ingredients really great and put together. I love uh, Zollipop's candy. I love everything. Really great overall. And uh, for anyone who loves uh, lollipops, the Zollipops are to die for. Like I said before, the taste is really amazing. Um, and you know, those who love sugar, this is quite um, really uh, hits the spot when it comes to that because it's not overwhelming. You won't taste it you know, for some time later as in it being annoying and it probably won't you know have you bounce off the walls especially if you have maybe younger uh, children or nieces or nephews or whomever uh, any uh, young uh, kid out there uh, they would probably love and uh, be uh, in 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 they would be just totally off the wall with um, how azali candy is and they'd be happy with it so about Azali Candy, you can find them online at a ton of different places. You can find them online in no particular order here. You can find them on Amazon. You can find them at Walmart, Target, Kroger, 
also Walgreens, CVS Pharmacy, Whole Foods Market, Hy-Vee, uh, H-E-B, uh, Wig Fern Food Corp, Mayer, that's M-E-I-J-E-R, Ralph's, Fred Meyer, Smith's Food and Drug Stores, Harris Teeter, United Supermarkets, Big Y, Burlington, QFC, Fry's Food Stores, Dillon's, King Supers, Rallies, Lucky Vitamin, iHerb, Atkins Natural Foods, Chamberlain's, DD Discounts. Also, you can find them at uh, Cypress Suites Exchange, uh, the Army and Air Force Exchange Service, Hannaford, Harmon's, Hometown Pharmacy, Market Street, and also Jet. Another thing is that Zolly Candy is on the following social media platforms of Facebook at Zolly Candy. That's Z-O-L-L-I, capital C-A-N-D-Y. They're also on Instagram, uh, all lowercase, same thing, Zolly Candy. They're on LinkedIn at Zolly Candy, capital Z-O-L-L-I, then C-A-N-D-Y. They're on Snapchat at Zolly Candy. And then they're on Twitter at Zolly Pops. And then lastly on YouTube at Zolly Candy. To contact Zolly Candy, you can go ahead to their website that I mentioned uh, before, uh, zollipops.com. That's Z-O-L-L-I-P-O-P-S.com forward slash contact dash us forward slash to fill out their message form. So I want to thank you all for tuning in to this episode. Um, It was kind of new for me, you know, expounding on different vegetables, you know, this being winter season and everything. Um, It's been great talking about it. It's definitely new. And I want to thank you all for being patient with me. Uh, As I've said before in earlier um, episodes, the past probably one to two episodes or so um, about my uh, schedule and traveling for work. So um, sometimes the episodes will be one to two days off, but I will put them uh, right back uh, on schedule as they should be. So it kind of won't uh, be too much of a disturbance. And I will also put the notice um, in the show notes and I'll edit them uh, for uh, each uh, episode for December. And as long as um, you know things persist when it comes to my uh, really crazy uh, traveling work schedule. So, you know, go ahead and share this uh, episode if you so, you know, think it will help someone else, especially, you know, those who maybe have, you know, kids or anyone who hates vegetables, maybe even adults, because there are some adults who just don't eat vegetables or certain types. Um, This is, you know, a podcast for them. Uh, If they, you know, are into other things, maybe food related, maybe this is something that, you know, can get them um, acclimated to eating different foods that kind of are similar to what they're already used to, but just packaged a little bit differently, you know, and you can also share it if, um, you just have a hankering, uh, now for, you know, winter root, uh, veggies, or you're excited to try something healthy, uh, just like the Zolly candy treats. 
So again, thank you all for listening and tuning in. And you be sure to listen in to my next podcast episode coming up really soon. But until then, again, you all take care. Bye.